Welcome to the Clarity Collab Podcast. On today's episode, we'll be discussing kindness. If this is your first time listening, we are three women business owners who found ourselves needing advice from women like us and craving good habits, mindset tips, and the tools to be less stressed, happier, and have the tips, the clarity, sorry, (laughs) to realize our goals for the upcoming year. So we decided we wanted to share the tips we've learned with all of you. Today's podcast is hosted by myself, Ashley Full, Nicola Peacock, and Kayla Isles. We're so excited to share all the things that the three of us have been discussing for season two. We'll be learning how to implement different techniques to help us grow as people and businesswomen. Today's episode is about how little changes can make a big impact on your life and others. This is Nicola's week to lead, so she's going to get us started and share with us what we're drinking. Yay! So today we are drinking Moscow Mules, mm. and let me tell you, I had to practice all day to be able to say Moscow. Like, I don't <laughs> really? know why. why. Yes, I don't know. I couldn't Moscow? say it. Moscow. Um, Frustrated yeah. 2.0. Right? <laughs> she said it the other day, and I just laughed internally really hard. <laughs> Anyways, so this is my first time having it. I actually love it. Um, it kept popping up in my Google search because you know I search for quick, easy cocktails because I don't want a lot of ingredients. I don't want something that's going to take a lot of time. And this popped up numerous times, so I decided to go for it. I didn't think I would like it. It never seemed like something I would drink, um, even though I've had the copper cups forever. That's so, so funny. it yeah. surprises me that you've never had one before. Yeah, I feel like me it's too. A popular because I feel drink. like you like the bitter. Like you're not overly sweet yeah, drinker. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it was probably too trendy, and I was like, yeah. I don't want to be like that I'm person. Not trendy. I'm probably. not trendy. Nope. Um, so yeah, so it was really easy to make. I did two shots of vodka, ginger beer, which I used uh, Fever Tree, which was highly recommended online, and then some fresh lime, plus the fancy copper cups, and that was pretty much it. And it's all about the ginger beer for me. When Nicola first said we were going to drink you know, Moscow Meals, I was like, what ginger beer did you get? <laughs> <laughs> it's good, good one. It's very tasty. Cheers. Cheers. So we had some homework over the past week. It was to take a 15 to 20 minute walk by yourself, no music, no dogs, no kids. Um, How did that go for everybody? Do you want to go first? Sure. So I have been actually taking walks, but my husband had surgery recently, so we've been walking him. I was telling Nicola, I'm walking my invalid. (laughs) So um, I'm not necessarily walking by myself. I want to try that though, so I will put that on my calendar, I promise. But I have been, we don't talk necessarily a lot when we walk either, because we're kind of focusing on the dogs. I have two golden retrievers that are kind of all over the place, and we're trying to teach them how to walk better. And the kids are off on their hoverboards or rollerblades or whatever they're doing, so there's not a lot of discussion going on. So we have been kind of... In our own thoughts and stuff, and honestly, I truly love it. I think being outside mm-hmm. is a big part of this, getting off the couch. Um, I do think it makes me sometimes spiral down, though, into a stressful, I replay conversations, especially with clients right now, we have a lot going on, so it kind of makes me a little bit stressed. I've had to use that thing where it's like, okay, stop. I'm not thinking about that right now. I'm kind of mm-hmm. switching to something more positive. Yeah. But it's been good to at least reflect Yeah. and be paying attention to how it makes me feel. Yeah. Kayla, what about you? Um, I I did it and I really liked being, you know, away from the phone and the music and the podcasts and everything else. I've also been noticing myself like when I do go on walks or when I am with Bishop, I've been listening to music 
instead of podcasts or just something different because I feel like while I love podcasts and everything um what I don't love is sometimes I just feel like I'm always thinking I'm always thinking always you know have clutter in my brain I guess um so it was really nice to be able to listen to the birds and really get to just enjoy that time and but same thing as Ashley I also kind of spiral and start thinking of all the things I need to do and what I need to do right when I get back from my walk Mm -hmm. and then to the point where I'm like okay I gotta turn around it's stressing me out too much yeah um I've also been bike riding riding my bike and not listening to anything so that's been kind of cool to just hear like we I ride by the park and to hear the kids playing and you know other people walking by it's um it's cool I liked it a lot yeah so it was good what did you think of it well that's one of the things I noticed was one I hate the noise of traffic so I started trying to find different routes that I don't typically walk um it was nice like just listening like it was quiet you know I feel like I'm like you guys were saying like I'm always thinking there's always something going on in my head even when the podcast is going I'm listening to them I'm thinking about other things I felt like when I kind of like unplugged I didn't have the dogs to my dogs drive me crazy you know one of them's like trying to eat poop the other one's trying to poop you know they're barking at people there's like all kinds of drama yeah it's true mine too they're driving me nuts yeah they're licking the concrete yeah the kid fell Stop off it every bike. five seconds yeah. yeah she steps in a puddle there's like just always drama it's like it's not a relaxing walk and then when I had my podcast and I was telling you guys I'm like freaking on a mission right I'm like yeah. how far can I go in 20 minutes and it was just so relaxed it was very relaxing it's something I'm definitely going to try and work in a little bit more into my schedule yeah. um I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed it and the other thing I noticed too was like when I see people with my AirPods in, right? That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. AirPods. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. My God. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of times you just do like the head nod or like a like a hand up, right, you know, yeah, or a smile. Yeah. When I didn't have anything, I was like, "Hey, how are you? Yeah. Good, Good morning." morning. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So just a very different interaction. Um, so true. Which makes you so feel great better. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's how so. I feel in the office too when I'm sitting in because I like having my AirPods in and having the music directly at me rather than it's really tinny out of the phone and yeah. it's loud and I don't want to bother other people. But when I have them in, I feel like I miss, like, people walk by and be like, good morning, and I'll either totally miss it, or I'll just be like, oh, hey, wave, and don't say anything. Or if I don't have those in, I'm like, hey, good morning, how's the baby, like, how's everything? Totally. Right. Well, and now, like, I do all my phone calls with my AirPods in, so, like, I always have one AirPod in, I'm like, that person. Um, And people walk in and start talking to me, and I'm like, putting my hands up, I'm like, oh, I'm on the phone, you know, and then they'll come back, so I, I think keeping them out a little bit more when you're not busy, or, you know, it just... Different interactions with people. Something to be aware of. Yeah. So we were going to talk about um, Your Next 24 Hours by Hal Donaldson. Um, I picked this book. I like it. I liked it a lot. It it stood out to me. I go to the frap house a lot, as we know, and I never bought a book there. And it kind of stood out to me one morning. I was Mm. sitting there. My AirPods had died, so I had to, like, Uh think of something. And I picked up the book, and I started reading it, and I really liked it. Um... Chapter two, all the chapters are amazing, but chapter two really kind of stood out to me. It was get off your own back. And I think it really comes back to a lot of the things we've talked about in season one. Um, And just being, you know, being kind to yourself, being kind to other people. And there's this idea of like kindness, like what is kindness? And he kind of goes into that and things that you can do to be more kind to yourself, like taking a walk by yourself, you know, getting that chance to recharge, which I think is really important. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing he talks a lot about is, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people. And I think we can all kind of think of uh, think of times where we've not surrounded ourselves with the right yeah, people. Totally. Um, 
And just, you know, what a difference that makes, you know, when you're being super negative and you're around negative people, you yep. just feed off of that, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I think too, when I'm around positive people and successful people, then when I come back to like our circle, I, I hear myself if I'm being too negative and I stop because right. I don't want to be that person. I want to be that influence on you guys and anybody to be the successful, you know, like positive person. And I don't want to drag anybody else down with me. Mm-hmm. So it's a right. nice reminder as well. Yeah. yeah. And it teaches you, like, I don't want to hang out with people like that, right. you know, and throughout the course of my life, there have been people that are very negative and slowly but surely they stop being part of my life because totally. that's not totally. the person I am. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, to go off of that, I was just going to say that, um, you know, in obviously in our business, we have to deal with people that are not always going to be positive and be yep. enjoyable to work right. with. We're, we've we've all dealt with our you know our issue people, but um, just I think there's a lot to be said about choosing to not let it affect you. You know, take what you yeah. want from the conversation, or take you right. know whatever you want from it and leave the rest, and not you know just choosing to not let those people take up space in your day in yeah. your life. And then let that continue to, you know, bleed into the rest of your day or the rest of your week. And in that conversation, take control of it and change the vibe of that conversation. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I'm learning to do as well. Take control of the situation, turn it positive or move on. Mm -hmm. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah. And be the person that that is in charge of the culture of that relationship. And I think, you know, this is another aspect of it is just people in our industry too can be, um, it's very competitive and it can bring out the worst in some people. Yep. Yeah, and it can definitely bring out the worst. So just kind of not letting it affect you and still, you know, owning your own power and your own, you know, I, I don't want to say like identity is not the word, but just knowing who you are, yeah, knowing that right. you give value, yep. you um, have value, you give value and, you know, not letting it get to you. Because I let it get to me. Like if someone says something hurtful or makes me feel like I can't do it or that I shouldn't be believing in myself it knocks me down, you know, it definitely affects my mood. And then I do spiral yeah, into that course. negative headspace, you know, did you see my post about Brene Brown and the candle blower outers? Yes. I, I love It's so that. true. Look it up. Like it, she talks that she does a whole speech. So Brene Brown is also pretty fabulous. Um, and she talks about like, pay attention to who blows out your candle. And I immediately thought of even my oldest, she does it to her little sister a lot, which I get is the culture of older siblings versus younger, right? My older siblings were super hella mean to me when I was young. I'm the youngest. They were so mean. I was a total brat, but they were also mean. But they blew out my candle every chance they got. And they were older and they knew that they were doing that. And I was talking about my my oldest blowing out her sister's candle. Could you give an example of that? So, like, Maggie will come out with a piece of paper and be like, look at this unicorn that I drew. And Claire will be like, it's not as good as the unicorn I could draw. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell, kid? Like, be nice. Yeah, or like, like hey, I'm so excited I got an 89 or an 87. Yes. Well, yes. I got a 92. I got an A. Exactly. Well, That's I got all A's when I was in third grade. And it's just, it's like you're three years older. You have that emotional maturity. You need to pay attention to blowing out your sister's candles. So that's actually really cool. That's a great lesson to teach, too, because I'm sure I totally did that. Hey, hey Stephen, I got got all A's, and I know you got one B. (laughs) Well, I think as parents, I think sometimes we do that without thinking about it, too. You know, we 
like Brooklyn will come out and she's like, look, I drew Minecraft. And I'm like, who cares about Minecraft? (laughs) I don't care. But remembering that it's important to her, so it should be important to me. Right. You know, and that's valuing the other people. We value ourselves. We need to value the other people too and what's important to them. Well, it's just like her, you got all all ready to go out one night and she's like, I don't like your eyeshadow. She immediately takes down your energy. Like, just paying attention to that. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder where she she gets it. But I know. I'm a mean girl too. I can't help it. I blow out all kinds of candles. A little bit. It's like a 40th birthday every day in my house. But it's just like, but she blows out your candle a little bit sometimes. So, but I agree yeah. we do as parents as well. I do the same thing when I'm in work mode. I'll be like, you know, scoop my kids yeah. along and they get excited about something. And two hours later when I'm ready to check back in with them, they're, it's not the same energy. Oh, totally. Like I, there's been tons of times cause obviously Harrison's work day is super busy. Whereas mine, you know, I have time to like call you or sure. make a phone call and say hello or whatever. Um, and you know, when we do finally talk and he's telling me all about his day, I don't really get to talk about mine. And then it comes up in conversation later. I'm not wanting to talk about it. I'm not wanting to go through all those emotions of my crazy day again, you know, and then it's not the same. Exactly. I moved on. I don't want to go back and dwell in that. However, if the day went great, then of course I'll tell him about it. But yeah, there's a lot to be said about that too. It's just like, oh, well, if it goes by and I don't get to talk about it when I'm excited, then it's, I'm probably not going to bring it up again. Right. You yeah. know. Does he ask you about it or does it just something that you would bring up? Uh, both. He's He definitely um, asks me about, you know, how my day, yeah. how it works, everything's going. And I think as I've gotten busier and more, you know, just developed in my career, right. he's he's you know I have more things to tell him about now and I know how to explain what's going on in my job now to where um you know he can understand it and we can actually have a conversation about it rather than he's talking at me and I or I'm talking to him and he's just listening or vice versa with his job because I don't understand construction (laughs) so it goes both ways it totally goes both ways give it 20 years you'll know everything you'll (laughs) go on that job site and be like well you're being unsafe I feel oh, yeah. like when Jess and I talk about our days, like, a lot of times, like, he'll tell me, like, all all the stuff that goes on, and I'm like, I don't really care. But then he'll ask me, like, he's like, well, how was your day? And I'm like, same old, same old. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go into it. It's not interesting to you, for sure. Like, he's not interested. And it just, yeah, you it changes for that. energy. I have you guys, yeah, <laughs> like, send you guys a little quick message. I've of, learned like, that, too. believe this. Yeah. But, and I would, and we would rather hear about it. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like, I want to hear about all of your stuff. When I get home with him, I'd rather talk about tacos and the dogs and the Yeah. Kids yeah. And for, or just turn stuff. your brain off, too, as well. Yeah. Just enjoy each other. Yeah. 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 Watch the TV show. Watch the movie. Like, that's... I told you, my husband, I came home last night. It was rainy all day. It was super cold. Mm. I had the longest day. And, you know, whenever we have a couple drinks in the afternoon, it's hard to to work after. Yeah, it just was, it was a long day and it was cold. And we got totally soaked at our event yesterday for Women's Council. And he lit me a fire at 8 o'clock and I made a hot chocolate. Yeah, and I fell asleep next to the fire, you guys. And he woke me up at like 11.30 or 10.30, 11.30 and he was like, let's go to bed. But That's it was just, so sweet. But it's, it was a little thing. I didn't want to have any more conversations. I had had way enough conversations yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. But it's just like, it's just funny that all three of us, through all of these processes we're talking about, have learned to pay attention. Think about all the things that we're paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think is the most important. Totally. And I think that's why, you know, the, that paying attention to other people goes a lot in hand in hand with emotional maturity and being mm-hmm. able to read, mm-hmm. you know, body language mm-hmm. and pick up on nonverbal cues or whatever. And, yep. um, it's made us better people. It's made us better business people as well. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But I know that's one of the things when Brooklyn and I, she always makes, she makes fun of me. She blows up my candle. <laughs> she's blowing up my candle again. Okay, who's your number one candle blower <laughs> in your Brooklyn, life? Brooklyn, 100% Brooklyn. Mine's Nicola. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too, what the hell? <laughs> Just kidding. That's not true. It's not true. It's in a good way. It builds character. Well, she <laughs> always makes fun of me because, like, I always talk with the sales clerks. Like, and I, how's your day going? How long yeah. have you been here? What What are you doing afterwards? What are you doing this weekend? Like, I have full blown. Like, we're best friends, right? And it's always a new cashier. It's not the same one. And Brooklyn's always like, I don't know why you talk with everyone so much. I'm like, honestly, because ninety percent of their interactions are people either ignoring them, uh, sure. or being mean to them. Yep. I don't need to be that person. No. I want to be somebody's sunshine for a minute, you know? And I want them to, when there is an issue with my order, they're going to just give me the 10% off, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. Versus right. if I'm going to be a total jerk to them and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't, yes. this happens every time I walk in here, you guys yep. have it wrong. I don't want to be that person. I want them to, like, finish with me and be, like, happy and smiling when the next customer comes up. Yeah. And I think teaching her that at a young age is really important because... We get busy and we get in these interactions and a lot of our interactions throughout the day are very transactional, right? We're buying groceries, we're buying gas, we're, you know, at the bookstore, whatever we're doing. Take a second just to appreciate them. You know, they might be going through all kinds of stuff and you don't know what's going on and Mm -hmm. I want to give them a smile and I want them to smile back and I want to be happy when I leave there. Yeah, and think about it. Like if someone, when you're in line for Starbucks or something and someone behind you buys your coffee or even just like someone saying hello or, oh, you look nice today or I like that dress, giving a compliment or even like I said, a smile, like... That goes so far with me. That from a stranger, uh-huh. like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm having a great day. Like okay, that made my day. So if we can just be, you know, like that to more be people, the energy you exactly. Well, be the perfect example. Be the energy you want to see. Exactly. And that's, so two things. For one, yes, reticular activation. We learned about that in our high five habit book. When you look pro- at you using big we, words, I know. I'm like I can't even spell that. When we <laughs> when we project kindness, we look yeah. for kindness in others. Secondly, Fabiola Ramirez from KC24 talked in our tea yesterday, and she said somebody complimented on her on her pants, and it meant the world to her. She's very uncomfortable because she didn't know a lot of us there. And so uh, it made her feel welcome. It made her feel appreciated. It made her feel seen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she said she, the person who gave the compliment looked really cute, and our culture in that room was very positive and complimentary. It was. And that is really not was. the overall culture that she sees every day. So that was a huge compliment. Well, yeah. and it's interesting. So yesterday we had our high tea um, for the Women's Council of Realtors. And I, if you know me, I wear a lot of black. Like black, <laughs> gray. Those are like my staples. Dark colors. She wore a rainbow hat yesterday. I wore a rainbow hat. And it was so not me. And even when I, I purchased it. it, I was like, this is outside of my comfort zone. But I want to be outside of my comfort zone. Put it in. Even when I put it in, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I got so many compliments. Yeah. It was crazy. You and great. I felt really great about it. Yeah. yeah. I even so cute. I switched from a black dress to a blue dress because it looked better with it. The blue looked way better with like, it. Was yeah. really it was really cute. Yeah. And then she won affiliate of the year, by the I way, guess. also. Yes. So, so, which was a surprise. And I, I'm going to send Natalie a text message, or I'm actually probably going to do a card. I've been thinking about it in the shower. <laughs> of course. <laughs> because, like, I hate being singled out. And, like, when I walked up, I'm like, I can't believe you singled me out. And I'm like, but I I appreciate it. And I appreciate being recognized. So it was nice. Well, and you do a lot of work. And you're never the one that wants, you know, that recognition and wants all the thank yous. So it is cool that, you know, 
you know, you received that and it's very well deserved. I'm glad you pushed yourself out of your comfort zone to wear the hat that you did. Yeah. Me too. Oh, Me you. too. And it I looked got a lot of fabulous. Yes, Thank it you. did. And yeah. I got to wear your comfort, your comfortable <laughs> ones because I needed, <laughs> I needed well, even one. that one was pink. It wasn't my comfort. But it was still, it's, it's a little zone. less loud than yes. the rainbow. The rainbow. Um, but yeah, and I got tons. Oh yeah, the feathers. It was great. I truly loved it. I'm gonna wear a freaking flamingo on my head next year. That's, I think each year I'm gonna go bigger. <laughs> I mean, it's what me too. That's what I told yep. everybody who complimented me. My hat was like cream color, really pretty, but it was, it was a little bit bigger than last year. And big. I was like, oh, that's my plan. I'm going bigger every year. Bigger. And I mentioned, we'll start making them ourselves. Oh gosh, a hundred percent online I'm business. In. Yeah, yeah. I've been looking for like the pillbox hats, like yeah, the, from like the fifties. Yeah. So every time I go to the um, what are they? The antique stores. I'm always looking at like the antique clothing. So funny story about that. So yesterday morning we had our uh, phase two environmental report on a commercial property I'm doing with my team member. And we were just walking around and they have a whole bunch of household items in there. And we found an entire stack of antique hats really? on the day of the tea. Oh and Emilio and I were like, what? This is so cool. One was teal. It was a beautiful. I should ask her if I can buy them. You should yeah. buy them. I will. I'll ask yes. her. It was pretty fabulous. And they're like hat hats too. But they would have, we could have, they would have been perfect. Oh my gosh. I'll ask her. An idea for next year, and this is off topic a little bit, we should do like a pre hat party where we can do like a hat exchange. That's a good and idea. Purchase that. That's a great that's a good idea. idea. Yeah. Maybe next year. I love that idea. It'll be fun. That's a really good idea. I love that idea. Because that's all the ladies were like, where'd you get your hat? Mm. How did you do this? How did you do that? And well, I and you don't want to be buying, you know, a new, brand new, super expensive hat every right, year. Right. But you also don't want to wear the same, same I don't want to store band. them either. I don't really need the, to store all the fascinators. Well, that's yeah, and I, I think I threw mine away <laughs> in the move or lost it. Yeah. It wasn't where I thought it was, and I didn't have time to order another yeah. one. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, so I think, you know, spreading kindness is really important, and I think, you know, we see that throughout our daily lives. Um, the other big thing in Chapter 2 is learning to be content. I think that's a huge thing for me. I I can remember I was like 22 and my mom asked me like, well, are you happy? And I'm like, I don't know that I'm happy, but I'm content with my life, right? I'm doing, I'm doing what I need to do. I'm getting where I need to go. And for the most part, you know, I'm content. And I've always kind of lived with that idea. Like, you're not always going to be super happy. You're not always going to be super miserable. Just learn to be like, you know, the status quo. That's, mm-hmm. I, I like that word, status quo. I'm just like making it through my day. Um... And I think for a lot of people, that's where the, the unhappiness comes from. They're always looking to be extra happy, to be right. like their neighbor, right. to, you know, if you want to use the term keeping up with the Joneses, you know, there's always that next step that they're always pursuing. They can never just enjoy what they have going on right now. And truthfully, what you have going on right now, it may be terrible, it may be great, or it may be somewhere in the middle. And for most of it, it's probably somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think the opposite of that is that victim mentality of, mm-hmm. oh, this, my neighbor has all this stuff. Well, I can't ever have that. I can never do that because of this right. and this and this. And I think that's gotten hard with like social media too. You know, it all totally. looks all like sunshine and daisies yep. over right. social media. You know, people are a mess behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I guess just realizing that everybody else is a mess too. We all have right. it together, yep. but we all also don't have it together. And that's okay. Right. I've always thought, or not always, but like in the last recent years, digging into all this stuff, I really think one of my best things personality-wise that has been a, a tip for my success is always being content. Mm-hmm. Not a roller coaster, not being up and down, but always being good, you know what I mean? Like getting 
tackling every day and just being content. But I think that comes back to learning how to manage your emotions too. Because yeah. the people that are up and down all yes. the time, you're never going to be happy. You know, right. when you're stressed out, you're right. not stressed out. You're stressed out, you're not stressed out. It's You've just got to learn to like even things out, you mm-hmm. know? And yes. I think that makes such a huge difference in one, in your profession and in your personal life. Totally. You know? So I've never... I never freak out in the office. I'm not one to yell, scream, right. do anything. I'm like, oh, that sucks. You know, mm-hmm. yep, that's terrible. Or that's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm never like, there's people that they go from zero to 10 on right. a regular basis. It's exhausting for me being in an office hearing that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I could never be like that. I never get mad. You know, yeah. it's work. Why am I going to get super mad about it? just anything? like yelling. Yeah. I talked to a real estate agent the other day and she said mm-hmm. she was yelling at the escrow people. And I was like, first of all, we never need to yell at anyone. Right. Like no one ever needs nope. to be yelling at anyone. Except my husband when he doesn't do the dishes. Right. <laughs> Professionally. <laughs> Same. And as a lender, a financial advisor, and a realtor, like we have to be the calmest mm-hmm. person in every situation. Like that's that right. is what our job needs us to be. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. We can't be the hotheads. Something that I, I wrote down on the topic of learn to be content, and this is kind of on topic, kinda of off topic, but um I wrote down, you know, when you take me me time, not feeling guilty about it. Like, for example, the walk, being able to take 20 minutes to go out and give myself that me time and being okay with, I have stuff to do or, you know, for me, like I start thinking about everything I have to do or what I want to do with my business. And of course, like it just becomes so overwhelming learning to be content with, you know, I have these dreams, I have these goals that I want to accomplish and achieve, and I'm doing everything that I need to do to get there. I'm on the right path, and that's okay. I'm not where I want to be right now, and that's okay. And not having all of those emotions and the, you know, beating yourself up and then looking to social media, and then it just makes it worse type of thing. Well, so my best friend's mom, I was, they always had gorgeous houses, and I was talking with her one time, and I was like, man, I wish we had a house like this. Like, talking about Justin and I, you know, and it was 2009 they've got a 3,000 square foot home over by Fort Washington Country Club it's a gorgeous house they completely gutted it remodeled it and she literally she's she told me she's all it took us 30 years to get to this place you're in year two in 30 years you will be here you know just don't don't try to you're never going to compete with somebody who's 20 or 30 years ahead of you you know and that really kind of put things in perspective I'm like where I was at the time I was one of the first ones of my friends to own a house, you know, so I was, I owned a house prior to my parents, you know, age wise, you know, they owned a house by the time I owned a house, but at 27, they didn't own a house, you know, none of my friends owned a house at 27. Right. Um, so kind of putting things in perspective. Yeah. Like I don't have the 3000 square foot home that's worth, you know, half a million back then, but I had a nice house. We had a nice life and I should appreciate it. And totally. It was really good advice that she gave me, and I always, you know, squirreled that away. Yeah, because there's always something you can chase, you know. Yeah. Well, we've always... talked about that before. Like, I have the 3,300-square-foot house worth a bunch of money, and honestly, it makes this house poor. We're redoing it all the time. Like, I think if I had to do it again, I think I would have bought a smaller house that was in better condition, and we could have traveled instead. Yeah. I love my house. I don't know what I would give up space-wise in my house. But I will never blindly give anybody advice just to chase the bigger, fancier house. Right. Yeah. That is not necessarily the best way to spend your life. Yeah. And it just is teaching my kids, too, that, like, this is what we grew up in. It's like, I don't really like that either. Yeah. So, both sides of that. Mm-hmm. I've got my $1,300 house payment, and it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. I know people have car payments that are very similar. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Yeah. Yep. So, it's just... It's about looking at everything and being content. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. 
And, and, you know, circling back to surrounding yourself with good people. Yeah. That's another good way to be content and to stay on the right path, you know. And with your significant others, too. We've talked about that. It's like they all have their issues. They all have their pluses. Like being content with each other and not keep expecting somebody to do something else. It's just not them. And just realizing your compromises and your battles and just overall being content with your life and taking some time to be happy with it before, like, you blink and it's all gone. Yeah. Yep. So. I do want to ask you guys, you know, while we're on this topic of surrounding yourself with the right people and, and spreading optimism and kindness and being content with ourselves, do you guys find yourself thinking about that, like, consciously daily? Or is it kind of whenever topics like this come up, you reflect on how you've been? Um, or is this, where are you guys at with it as far as, you know, your day-to-day like as far as being content or just I guess yeah being content and like making an effort to be nice to people and to um you know be the friend that you want to have um so I think yeah you know it's really interesting because we talked about this before like so my family like I could be nicer to them like not my my actual household family my husband and kid I'm very nice to I like to think but like my extended family like I could be nicer to them. I definitely take more effort in my friendships with other people than I do with my friendships with my family. Um, And that's something probably, like I was reflecting on that walking home last night Mm -hmm. when I almost got ran over and, you know, murdered, but... (laughs) I was, I told her, like, I'm driving home. She was like, no, I was like, no, I'm walking. I walked home in the dark. It was raining. And I walked home from Kayla's house to my house. And it's like a three minute walk. It's not very far. But I'm on alluvial and on the path, it's like really like, um, like overgrown yeah, and dark and there were some people walking towards me so I ended up walking in the street and I'm like this is how I die I mean yeah. they're gonna get murdered by these people right. or ran over right. how many people were there it was like one person then I don't even know where they went probably into the bushes waiting to abduct me I'm not sure oh still there okay next time I'm not letting you do that again it was fine or I'm, was... I'm gonna actually follow you on my bike like I said but I was going it gave to. me a second to reflect of I need to probably work on those relationships you know with my family members because I you know it's it's something I don't really... Because if you got hit by on. a car right now, would they come to your funeral? <laughs> they would. There'd be so much drama. They're drama-filled. That's why we don't have a good relationship. But um, not that we don't have a good relationship. It's just different. Versus, you know, like I stay in contact with mean. my friends sure. on a regular basis, and I don't really reach out to them the same way. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think quiet time is when you reflect on stuff like that, right? And I think you're going to get a similar answer out of Nicola and I, that we're pretty simple people overall. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're both really content very easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? I just use us as an example because I feel like we're really similar in that. Like yeah. We're pretty yeah. easygoing. Her and I go out to lunch and we don't care what we eat or what we drink or right. what each other wears or we're anything. Just I as guess, long as there is food and drink. Right, exactly. I guess I the know. question for me just comes because, you know, as I've kind of uh, gotten to know people, grown as a person, as right. a business person... I've really been watching and observing mm-hmm. and um, kind of just, you know, you start to hear about so-and-so said something about so-and-so and yes. it just puts things right. into Drama. perspective. And I feel like, you know, without fail, there's something that happens every day that makes me kind of realize, okay, I need to, you know, really watch, keep my circle close and keep, you know, those who I really trust in mind and be kind to everybody, right. but yes. put well, my time and effort and resources into the people here. I care mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Um, but I think they even say like, 
you find like very successful people have a very small circle. Yeah. yeah. You know, they don't have the 18 friends that they go out with. They also don't spend a lot of time talking about other people mm-hmm. negatively, especially. Yeah. I mean. yeah, absolutely. Which is, you know, obviously that's what I want for myself. And right. so that's why I asked the question. I just, because there's always something that makes me reflect on how sure. I'm viewed by other people and how right. I want to come up, come across to other people. Um, I feel like I'm constantly thinking about it and just kind of mulling over my thoughts on it. And I think you're I smart to, to be new in the business and younger and be observing everything mm-hmm. you possibly can. I think one of the things that turns me off the most about talking with newer lenders and newer agents is when they immediately don't want to hear anything I have to say. Right. It's like, not that I expect you to like think I'm the holy grail, but like if we're going to have a conversation, if I, I took the time to listen to you and where you're at... And if I can't have that return, it's a real turnoff. Yeah. So I think you're very smart to just be listening and paying attention and soaking up as much as you can and develop and using all that information to, to turn into your own person. Right. Thank you. Yeah. And I do, I, I think it's a really good idea for anybody to really, if you're going to listen to someone, actually listen. Because yes, they can, right. they know when it's not genuine. Absolutely. Like when, I, when I'm talking to someone and they're half listening to me or if we're in a meeting or conversation and they only ask about one question about me, like I know that they don't necessarily care. And that's probably someone that I'm not going to make a point to be in my circle. Yep. Right? right? You know, I want to be around people that are going to listen to me. Right. I listen to them. It's a give and a take in a friendship. Right. Right. And I feel like especially yeah. now with our culture and social media, a lot of people are takers. And it's sad to see that, honestly. And they use their position to talk down to people, too, as well. Exactly. So I use Bo Miracle as an example. He's a broker in Madeira. I love him. And he, we text on and off about just different recommendations. Hey, do you have somebody for this or whatever? And he speaks to me like, I'm not a broker, right? I'm a real estate agent. He's a broker. He owns his own business, multi-generational, wealth of knowledge, investor, like just this amazing person. Mm-hmm. And he, he speaks to me like we're on the same level. Um, and I really appreciate that because I know we're not, you know what I mean? I yeah. look up to him and all these other things, but he still looks to me and sees me as a resource and I see him as a resource and it, and it's just very mutual and it feels great. Well, same thing with you. I could say the same thing right back about you, Ashley. You know, you've never made me feel like, oh, well, you're so young in the business and yeah. you have no clue. Right. Even though I know that that's true. I'm young in the business and yeah, when I started, I didn't have a clue. I have a little bit more of a clue now. Oh yeah, you do. You have <laughs> but a clue. You've got yeah. two clues. Yeah, I've got yes. two. You do. I'm going to Um, but yeah, you know, you never made me feel that way. And even, and there's a lot to be said about the older people who do make younger people feel that way too. Yep. Um, they have room for growth as well. Well, there's even younger people that make you feel that way. Like not you specifically, but like, oh yes, me specifically. I've run into that. I know what I know. And like, I'll run into somebody and they'll make me like, almost like they'll belittle me. And I'm like, you're like 22 (laughs) brand new in your career field. Like, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but we're not going to work together. Yeah, exactly. We're not a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Chase and open your online IRA. Let me know. Good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's, and it, and it goes to who you are as a person. It's just like we're talking about the cashier and the server. Yep. Um, where did I just hear this? Somebody said, I think it was, Oh, I know what it was. I'm listening to the book for our iron key book club is, um, the obstacle is the way. He said that one of the businessmen that he came across along the way uh, invites out to lunch all of his new prospects that he might hire for his company. He he has an agreement with the kitchen to purposefully get that person's food wrong because he wants to see their reaction to how they react to it. So every time they they get hit, just by a little bit, and he 
sees their reaction. And it's so true. When I go out to so lunch with people and they're talking down to the server or they're, you know, all these other things. I wouldn't say anything just because I, I just wouldn't make the fuss. So is that yeah. is that a bad thing? How are you supposed to react in that I situation? I feel like acknowledging it is okay. It's how you react to that. Right. Yeah. You don't want to you know treat I mean? that person like they made right. the mistake. Right. Like, I even think it's okay to say it's, it's a different enough mistake that you can't now eat it. But it's just how you ask. Oh, I'm so sorry to bother you. I know you're busy. Right. But right. I did ask for chicken instead of steak on yeah. the salad. Yeah. That's an you know interesting. I mean? No big deal. No rush. Yeah. You know, instead of being like, oh my gosh. You know, and then the whole lunch turns into negativity. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, I'm one of those people interesting that... Interesting though, right? It's so interesting. And I'm one of those people that, like, I had a few restaurant jobs and I didn't like it very much. It's hard to work for, you know, in that oh, industry. Yeah, it's it's so hard. I so taught, it taught me a, a lot though. Yeah, I t- learned so much about people, but I enjoyed it. I don't know. I well, think, I wasn't, yeah. I was never a server. I was never okay. a server. I was, I worked at biology and I worked yes. um, as a hostess for a little local restaurant when I lived in Riverside. And so I wasn't, you know, making the good money. I wasn't having right. the good interactions. I was yeah. kind of taking the brunt well, of it Most of them all, were bad, but, you know, let's just put that out there. But you grew <laughs> as an adult. You yes. grew as a person. I grew as a person. You look back on and you're like, that was so much fun. Like day to day, I hated my job. Oh, no. But no, like, I still don't I think that was fun. Like, when we quit being, my husband and I were both servers. When we quit the food industry, you know, like for two years, we, every time we went out to eat, we were like, I'm so glad I'm eating this. Yes. I got a timeout. Laramie was a server. He was. I cannot imagine. Yeah, he that. was. <laughs> I know. It was hilarious. Yeah, and he was great. Was he really? Yeah, he was great. Oh, he's super detailed. He loves to talk to people. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's detail oriented. Yeah. So he was actually a fan. But I just can't imagine server. somebody arguing with him and that going yeah. well. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that part oh, no, probably didn't go well. But he even remembered the other day. He was a lender. He was talking. Yeah, to he was about telling it. me he was about for it. a hot yeah. minute. He oh, was a lender in like the that? subprime market, like you, you know, ten years ago. Two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was so funny. Um, anyway, what I was going to say is now that when I go into restaurants, I'm constantly that person. Thank you, thank you, thank yes. you, thank you, because you know it doing. totally does. Both my kids yeah. will be servers. Yes. I think service industry 100%. 100%. It teaches you so much about yourself and about other people. It really does, yeah. The... I'm, I'm a true introvert, was super shy in high school, didn't really say much of anything, honestly, um, didn't share my opinion, totally different than I am now, honestly. And one of my very first steps to getting out of that and speaking for myself and talking to other people was being a server, mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. It changed everything. Had I picked a job where I sat at a desk and didn't talk to anybody, I would have been, my life would have been completely different. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I worked at Bob's Big Boy on Barstone Blackstone, and... One of the big things that got me out of kind of my shell, um, I was hostess, but on Friday nights we had the car show. And if I went out and did the car show, anybody who paid cash for a drink for like just a soda, I got to keep. So I would make so much money. I would go up to everybody. I talked to everybody. And it's funny because this is like 96, 97 Justin entered in the car show, won the car show one year when I was working there. Oh my we gosh. didn't meet. We didn't know each other. It was 10 years before we met each other. Oh That's but so he's funny. got the plaque at home for Bob's Big Boy first place. And I was like, I worked that car show. Because oh every my Friday gosh. night we did a car Crazy. show. But you got into the habit of, you know, I could go up to anybody and start talking and to them. And build yeah. that rapport. Yeah. yeah. Right? Which is business sense. Yes. I learned really quick as a server I wanted to maximize all my tables and mm-hmm. whatever that looked like. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Upselling. Everybody wants dessert. Yeah. yeah. And a second round of drinks. Nobody wants an oh. empty glass. Well, so I never served anywhere where we sold alcohol. Oh, so it was, was always the dessert. Part. Dessert and bartending. Bacon on your, bacon bartending on your was fun. <laughs> so you look back at how fun it is, 
Bartending was fun. I would really like to bartending. Bartending was a lot of fun. I think now, like, one of my things, like, when I get to, like, 60, 65, I'd love to own, like, a little, like, coffee shop that serves breakfast and, like, has all, like, the old cronies that come in and have mm-hmm. coffee. Like, that would be my element. I was yeah. serving bacon and eggs and coffee. When I, so funny. When I retire, I'm going to go work at a winery again. That was really oh, yeah. fun. And that was a great job where I got to talk to so many You're people. own the winery. I'm going to yes. own my yes. coffee That's shop. exactly so, what yes. I was thinking when she said that. That's a great point. Yes. Yeah. It's like, That'd be nice to own a winery one day. There's a difference between being content and having dreams. Okay, very true, very true. (laughs) Don't sell yourself short. Yeah, you're going to own that winery, and we're going to be members and be there all the time. I'm going to drink the crap out of your wine. It better be delicious. Private reserve. Don't make me mix it with Sprite. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and I want the private tour. (laughs) Or no, it's diet. Gin, uh, oh, she does the diet ginger ale. ale. <laughs> oh, yeah, diet ginger yes. Kayla said when she was in college, she used to make Moscow mules with vodka. I did a skinny diet, version, okay? Ginger ale and lime. <laughs> yeah, diet ginger good ale, times. vodka and lime. That's good times. crazy. It was good. Don't knock it. To well, try it. To kind of close things up, um, one thing we want to remind everyone: take a breath. Sometimes um, think about how you can be better. And then a little quote from Steve Jobs is, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. And I really like that quote. Um, Just, you know, be the best you that you can be. When you constantly focus on other people's expectations, like you are living somebody else's life. And it's never going to make you happy. And you're never going to be happy. Not in a million years. Yep. One of the things that will help you grow as a person is journaling, which we'll be going over next week, hosted by Kayla. Kayla, do you have any homework for us and our listeners next week? Yes. So I challenge you guys to all just journal for five minutes, whether that's in the morning, on your lunch hour, at night. Just set an alarm for five minutes, journal, and let your thoughts come out on the paper. You know, don't try to keep it just whatever you want to write, whether that's about your day, your emotions, your feelings, or what you're going to be eating for lunch. Just journal, start getting used to it, so then we can start to reflect on how your week went, where your emotions were, what you're writing about, um, and we will get into that next week. But yes, journal for five minutes, try to do it every day or as often as you can. I'm going to do it in my panda planner. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a, good that's a really idea. good idea. We all have uh, Ashley got Nicola and I on this panda planner. Uh, Thank God, bandwagon crack. We'd all be taking crack. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna when I got my panda planner. I was gonna send you guys a picture and say I joined the cult finally. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So. Two years strong for me is worth it. That's I'm good. excited. That's yeah. a good idea because you can put it on. I got. I like the well, idea. I actually, I'm gonna do it. the same thing. Yeah, and that it'll keep me because I'm very concerned because I don't make time for stuff like this. Um, Every time I open it in the morning, I'm going to set my timer and do it for five minutes. Yeah. As you kind of write down your I'm daily. Try for five. Yeah. Well, th- I mean, three is better than that. You're going to write up Samana. Better than nothing. Maybe, maybe draw some hearts. <laughs> Just make the effort. <laughs> I think I'll post some Instagram reminders as well for yes. our listeners and us to, to journal yep. as well. Yes. Okay? Absolutely. Cool. Take some walks. Yes. I will. I want to do that. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for hopping on today and make sure you catch our new episode each Monday as we strive to give you clarity in 2022. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clarity Collab for additional content and tips or send us feedback at claritycollab at gmail.com. Again, we're so thankful you're here. Have a great week and we'll see you next Monday.